Welcome to episode 103 of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast for Friday, August 15th, 2008. My name is David, and I'm a Fred. On yet another special episode of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast, we are back to covering the 2008 Larry H. Miller Tour of Utah. Today, with on-the-scene coverage from the downtown Criterium that took place this evening in downtown Salt Lake City. We'll have some interviews with some riders and some other information for you. So, sit back, relax, and if you're riding your bike hammer, just a little bit harder, because here comes a special episode of The Fredcast. This week's episode of The Fredcast is brought to you by listeners just like you. You know, there's listeners just like you who are sending in PayPal donations and just plain clicking on the advertising links at www.thefredcast.com. Going to stores you would go to anyway, getting the same prices you would normally get, but supporting the Fredcast. Thanks so much for your donations and your support. It's greatly appreciated. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fredcast. I really hope that you're enjoying this sort of different look at international professional stage racing from the Tour of Utah right here in my home state. Now today, I do have some additional rider interviews for you at the end of the show besides our normal interview with Noreen and a couple of her riders from Team Land Rover Orbea. And again, trying to give you just a different slant on professional cycling coverage so that you get a better idea of sort of the broadness of stage racing here in the United States as we cover a development team of young riders trying to make their way in the big leagues. You know, sort of like baseball. They are trying to make their way to the show. So they are here. They're racing against some of the world's best-known riders, Oscar Sevilla, Victor Hugo Pena, Tyler Hamilton, some of these guys' names that you've heard time and time again. Now, today is stage three of the 2008 Tour of Utah. It's the Toyota Downtown Criterium presented by the Salt Lake City Visitors and Convention Bureau. The race started this evening at 7 p.m. And again, talking about trying to give you a different perspective, you've heard my coverage of the Tour of California before, and we've certainly talked a lot about some of the grand tours, the Tour de France and the Giro d'Italia, the Vuelta a España, and some of the more high-profile events around the world. I was a bit surprised from having been to, say, for instance, the Tour of California with the size of the crowd in downtown Salt Lake City tonight. Now, granted, uh, there were a number of people there, but nowhere near the tens or hundreds of thousands that we would see along the road at the Tour of California. So cycling, at least this race, is not quite as well-known or as popular. Uh, I was commenting to somebody standing right at the start-finish line all night tonight about how if that were the Tour to California or if it were the Tour de France, uh, there would be Uh, No room between people, and the folks would be 10, 20 deep. And here in Utah, 
well, we were maybe talking two or three deep. And a lot of folks who were seeing their very first cycling race ever, there were a lot of questions that I was answering for people as the riders were going around. Now, today's criterium was 60 minutes plus three laps, and each lap was almost exactly one mile with speeds approaching 30, 40 miles an hour for the entire evening. For those of you who have never seen a Criterion before, it is exciting racing as compared to your normal stage race on the road where you will see the riders go by once and then you will not see them again. Here you get the chance to see them lap after lap after lap and watch the strategy as it unfolds. Now today, there was no doubt who was protecting the yellow jersey, Garmin Chipotle at the front of the peloton all night to try to protect the lead of Blake Caldwell, currently wearing that yellow jersey at the top of the general classification of the Tour of Utah. Now, about midway through the race, Toyota United's Ben Day took off and opened up quite a gap for a time, opening up about 20 seconds over the field for a number of laps. He was then joined by Bissell's Teddy King for a time, but they too were eventually reeled in as every break tonight was reeled in by Garmin Chipotle. And then for the last several laps, it was Garmin Chipotle at the head of the field with Rock Racing's entire squad right behind them, seeming like they were going to try to get fast Freddy Rodriguez or perhaps Tyler Hamilton into the stage victory this evening. For the last several laps, that was how it went with Garmin Chipotle and Rock Racing at the head of the peloton. But then on the last lap in the back stretch, it became a battle between two men, Ricardo Escuela from Team Successful Living and Fast Freddy Rodriguez from Rock Racing. At the line, Ricardo Escuela from Successful Living takes the stage victory by about a bike length over Fast Freddy Rodriguez. In third place, Johnny Clark from Team Toyota United. The great thing was at the end of the race, I got a chance to talk to Freddy Rodriguez, and here were some of his comments about the end of today's stage. Really uh, a lot of attacks going on. There was an attack on the backside going into the last uh, two corners. Uh, Grahalis chased it down. Uh, the successful living guy jumped on him, and I jumped on him. Came around the last corner. And my teammate thought the other guy was yelling to go, so he sat up, and in that moment when he sat up, it cost a lull in the sprint, and uh, I'm not, not 100%, so that was just enough to take the edge off me, and uh, I couldn't make up the gap, and uh, I did everything I could, but, you know, I'm actually feel happy, you know, having a stomach virus. Getting second is not a bad day. You know, it, if it, today getting a good finish was good, you know. I just about dropped out yesterday, suffering from a stomach flu, and, uh, uh, you know, I was just going to take it day by day. My, my doctor said, just take it easy today. But I know, you know, Michael Ball's here today. You know, we were really jazzed up, and uh, we wanted to really put on a good show, and I, so I gave it everything I had. Hey, Freddie, uh, going into the last couple of laps, I mean, Rock was really pushing there. What was the strategy going into those last few laps? Uh, it's all about trying to get me to be in a good spot to go for the win. Uh, we, uh, wanted, I wanted to take over a little earlier, but didn't happen. We basically just covered a couple moves in the last lap, and... Uh, it ended up being a lot harder than everybody thought, and we actually got a gap coming around the last couple of corners. Uh, my teammate thought the other guy was yelling to go, so he sat up, uh, thinking uh, it would be it would be better not, not to lead him out, no, not knowing that I was on, on the other guy's wheel. So that caused a little bit of a, 
a lull in the race, and that just didn't play to my, my advantage for for finale of a race. And uh, not being 100% today, it just it, you know I fought to get back around them, but it was too late. How do you feel about tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I'm taking it day by day. You know, I'm just uh, I'm not feeling 100%. So tomorrow's a really hard day for me. Great job today. Thank you. Also had an opportunity to talk to Ricardo Escuela, today's stage winner. Now, Ricardo speaks only Spanish, so he had one of his teammates translating for him. So uh, try to stick with it. The auto is not perfect, but here is today's stage winner, Ricardo Escuela. This guy in the field, and uh, this is how he kind of uh, uh, ended up. And uh, at the end, everybody gave uh, a hand to to Cool, and uh, Ricky made it. Next, Ricardo was asked, how he felt about competing against Rock and Garmin and all the other top teams that are here at the Tour. Non avevi paura di, di fare spalla a spalla, picchiarti con gli altri? Ma sono abituato, ma eh, è qua a gira cucita, sono abituato, ma me la sono giocato tutte per tutti. Uh, Ricky says he's, he's used now to, you know, uh, elbow to elbow and stuff. He's, uh, he's pretty good at that, and uh, this is why we call him Tricky Ricky. And uh, so he was... Tricky trick Ricky, Tricky yes, and uh, so is uh, everything went went really good today. How about tomorrow for him? Because uh, I depends on the money. Manana, no mas manana. Yeah, no in the finish. No completo yo, cuesta cuesta ganar tapa mai. So with that stage win, that's it for Ricardo Escuela. Not bad, though, uh, to win a stage in what is called the toughest stage race in America. So congratulations to Ricardo Escuela. And then finally, we had the opportunity to talk with race leader Blake Caldwell from Garmin Chipotle. Yeah, I came in today really confident, knowing that Danny and Will come off the tour and riding with the other guys in Boulder. I mean, I knew everyone was riding just superbly right now, and um, we had the experience, and um, I mean, our directors knew what to do, and just, there was, uh, yeah, really no no doubt in my mind that we could keep this race controlled and um, play it safe. Now, in the last few laps, Danny Pate and Will Fritzkorn were definitely helping maintain the pace at the front of the peloton. So Blake was asked, what's it like having guys like Danny and Will, Tour de France veterans now, on the team and helping him defend his jersey? Yeah, um, I mean, Danny's just a motor, and Will too, and I mean, coming off the tour, that gives them all that much more in the tank, and um, being able to do this, they were, I mean, they're perfectly suited for that. They were, they were great today, and yeah, especially in the last few laps, Danny and Will, solely responsible for bringing the speed up there, and um, and it, it just just by my positioning, I was able to come come through close to the front. And then lastly, Blake took fourth in today's criterium, and the question was, did that result surprise you? Yeah, I wasn't wasn't really looking for that or looking for that um, coming into today. But uh, I mean, I was definitely thinking about the time bonuses, and uh, especially coming to that last corner when I saw the possibility to get third, I really went for it. Okay, so now we've heard from some of the top pros in the peloton and the winners of today's race, as well as our race leader in the general classification. It was time to check in again with Noreen Godfrey from Team Orbea Land Rover and to find out how her team fared in today's race. And just parenthetically, brought my wife and kids to today's race. And uh, very interesting because Team Land Rover Orbea is wearing yellow Livestrong jerseys. And so my younger daughter's first question was, why are there so many yellow jerseys in this race? Which was an excellent 
question. So I explained it to her, and then she understood that it was the Garmin Chipotle guy in the Argyle and riding the felt bike who was the race leader. The folks riding the Orbeas in the yellow jerseys were there in yellow because of their association with Lance Armstrong and Livestrong. So here is Noreen Godfrey and a couple of her racers talking about today's downtown criterium. Okay, Noreen, the criterium's over. How do you think it went? It went pretty well. The guys hung in there. They stayed upright. It didn't go as we planned. We wanted to set Ryan up for the win, but it was just really fast out there. You know, I mean, Garmin was setting an amazing pace. And then in those last few laps, Rock was just all over them. I mean, what did it look like from your perspective? That was the same thing it looked like from my perspective. Michael Ball was here, and he was directing their team to get them going. Yeah, I just talked to Freddie. He said that put a little bit more extra pressure on him. Yes, it did. So. All right, so you've got a couple of your team members here. Tell me who we've got. I've got Josh Bartlett. He's from New Hampshire, and I have Dave Vulcan from Canada. Awesome. Josh, how'd it go for you today? Uh, it was all right. Uh, started off sort of towards the back and spent a good part of the race just trying to move up there. Um, it's so fast, but uh, eventually got out to my teammate, Ryan, uh, our sprinter, and tried to help him keep some good position towards the middle and second third of the race. Um, sort of blew a lot of my energy trying to do that and ended up just off the back of the end, but I was pretty happy with it. So Now, is this the kind of race that you, that you guys are, are normally used to, Dave? I mean, is it... I mean, you guys are normally stage racing, or are you doing criteriums like this all the time? Uh, well, typically a stage race will have a criterium, and every stage race will have a criterium. So uh, we're pretty used to it, and especially in North America, it's quite a bit of crit racing, so uh, it's something we're fairly used to. Now, usually pretty dangerous, these races. I mean, when you watch crits, unfortunately, a lot of crashes out there, but things look pretty clean today. Yeah, today was, it was pretty safe. There was a couple little spots in the back corner because it was slowing down quite a bit, sort of into the wind. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's a pretty wide course, and so not, nothing really... Too dangerous out there. Okay, now tomorrow's a tough stage, a lot of climbing. How do you feel about tomorrow? Uh, it's going to be long, I think. Uh, none of us are really that high on GC, so we're planning on trying to be as aggressive as possible early in the race. So hopefully uh, you'll see one of us off in the early break. So now when you're getting ready for a day like tomorrow, now you've had this fast day today, hard hour and 15 minutes, uh, how do you mentally prepare for a long, hard, maybe warm stage like tomorrow? Uh, I think, I mean, this is going to be one of the hardest stage races we do just because the courses are so tough. Um, <clears throat> and I think really, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to finish it. And I necessarily am not too concerned with finishing. I just want to go out and give it everything tomorrow and you know, see if I can get my name out there or one of the other guys on our team, you know, like in the early break or something like that. So I'm not really, really too concerned about finishing, to be honest with you. I just want to go out there and put it all on the line and ride hard. What you all can't see is Noreen rolling her eyes as he says that. What about the altitude? Is the altitude an issue for you? Uh, yeah, it's a little different. I think the first day was, was the worst for me personally. I just felt like my lungs were on fire after. But uh, yesterday seemed to be not quite as bad, even though we were climbing a lot. So I don't know if I'm adjusting to it a little bit or not, but it's the first time I've been at this altitude, so definitely a little different experience. Awesome. Good luck tomorrow, guys. Thanks a lot. By the way, as the guys were getting back into the team van, heading back to their hotel for the evening, I asked Noreen about that comment about not finishing tomorrow. Here's what Team Mom had to say. They'll finish tomorrow. They're going to bed without any supper. 
So there you go, guys. You better finish that race tomorrow or you're not having dinner. Team Mom has spoken. And tomorrow I will be along for the ride with Team Land Rover Orbea on what is billed as the Queen Stage, Stage 4 of the 2008 Tour of Utah. It's 98 miles. That's 158 kilometers. And along the way, there are four climbs, a mountaintop finish, and a whopping 14,778 feet of climbing. It is going to be a very interesting and very awesome stage tomorrow. We expect that the Peloton will get shattered at some point during tomorrow's ride, and then that mountaintop finish should be very exciting. I will be bringing more info to you tomorrow from the Tour of Utah, and I shot some video today at the Tour at the Criterium, and I'll be editing that up over the next couple of days and posting it on the website. I will let you know when that is available. But until tomorrow, more of Jimmy Bratcher's music from music.podshow.com. This is David from the Fredcast Cycling Podcast, hoping that you enjoy the music. But most of all, enjoy the ride.